funny middle school story about Cupid, written February 11th, 2014. With Valentine's Day coming up at the end of the week, I thought I'd do posts themed around it for your entertainment. I figured my first would be a musical post. So this one is about 112's Cupid. I remember the first time I heard 112. My sister and I were in the car on our way to Alley Pond Park with our father to go rollerblading on Memorial Day in 1996. We were in fifth grade. We were listening to Hot 97 and the song that played right before was Montel Jordan's I Like. Both songs were in the same key. I was wondering why this song was so long and how did Montel Jordan go from sounding like Montel Jordan to some Spanish guy? Cause that's what they sounded like to me. But then I heard Big's verse and I thought the song was really dope. By the end of the summer, the song was everywhere and the remix with Mace was in flames. I had the cassette single and everything. 112's album dropped and I liked their second single, Come See Me, with Mr. Cheeks as well. But it was the third single that changed everything. Cupid was the joint and it came out around Valentine's Day. So all of us that thought we had little crushes on girls, this was the song that had us thinking about them. I was in sixth grade by then. I had this huge crush on the seventh grader. I think I had another crush on somebody else around then and like I gave him a flower. I really thought I was like Romeo in my head. I thought she was so fly. Every once in a while I'd run into her in the hallway and she'd say something flirtatious to me. But as shy as I was, I was thinking, what would the seventh grader want to do with me? I had a friend or two in sixth grade that was able to pull off a seventh grade girlfriend. And of course that made you the shit back then. The big Valentine's Day dance at my middle school was coming up. That meant from 6 to 9 p.m., Louis Armstrong Middle School was on and popping and the cafeteria morphed into a meat market. You grab a girl and dance with her in a way that's not really appropriate for being a tween while the nerdy dweebs played Game Boys up against the wall. There was still a somewhat innocence to what was going on because we were just kids realizing what hormones were and just wanted to touch a girl and they wanted to be touched back. The last song to play for the night was 112's Cupid. I was a little nervous to dance with the girl that I had a crush on all night, but by the time Cupid came on, I summoned up enough courage to ask her to dance. But by the time I got to her, she was already dancing with this other guy. They were all slow dancing closely, and I think I even saw them kiss. My heart dropped. I had no one to dance with and just sat there for the whole four minutes and 16 seconds and watched them until the lights came on and it was time to go home. I'm still cool with all my middle school friends and the guy she was dancing with, I'm still cool with too. I won't say no names, but the next time I see them, I'll probably say who it was because I know by now y'all are all laughing at this. I forgot about this story until the other day. As I'm writing this, I'm laughing out loud at myself, but at the time it damn sure wasn't funny. But as of now, it is. We all have heartbreaks around that time of year. It happens to everyone. When my daughter is that age and someone breaks her little heart, I will try to refrain from killing them, tell her this story to, for her to laugh, and then we will celebrate her birthday and it'll be awesome. I have a sense of humor and not only can I take what I dish out, but I'm more than willing to laugh at myself when I get embarrassed. So here's a story to laugh at for my expense.
and break. So the first thing I have to say is to this day, my friends and I, who anyone who's attended Louis Armstrong Middle School, IS-227 on Northern and Junction Boulevard in East Elmhurst, Queens, especially in the mid and late 90s, will tell you the holiday dances, we still, that's, that was the bar for us. We've talked about it in our mid thirties and was like, yo, nothing was more exciting in the world. Even to this day is getting ready as, excuse me. We used to say to each other, nothing is more exciting than the buildup between getting out of school at 335 and coming back to the school around 630 for the dances. You go home, you get fresh, and you knew it was going to be a good time because any of the girls that liked you, that wanted to like not pretend, oh, it was on. So on this particular night, the part of the story that I've left out is there was one person right beside me who was there to witness and share my heartbreak. It was my twin sister who was going through the same thing at the same time for the same reason, because the the guy that she wanted to dance with was dancing with the girl that I was dancing with. And we just sat there and just <sighs> through it. This is another one of those where like in our, in, in adulthood, my sister and I have looked back at this moment and cracked up laughing at the time that both of us just simultaneously were rejected and nobody but the two of us knew it. So that's what I got until next week. As scary as it may feel, often the start to answering life's questions requires a look in the mirror. Until next time, be blessed. Read it because I wrote it. It's written, directed, produced, edited by me. The music, that's by me too. <laughs>